Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, I was praying uh, late last night and into this morning about uh, the readings for today. I just kept feeling like I, I'm, I, I was very excited for Mass this morning because I'm like, I've got a message of hope to give you. I don't know if I always have, I mean, I think I do always have hope to give you, but it just feels very, very hope-filled this morning. This first reading that we have from the book of Ezra, it is an immensely hope-filled message in this first reading. We got King Cyrus, the king of Persia, who... This is a pagan king. He is, he is king of essentially the world is really what he's kind of uh, being depicted as. And what's happened is that the Lord has moved in his heart in a tremendous way. Like we don't get to know what are the words that the Lord whispered into the heart of King Cyrus. We don't get to hear what that is. But whatever it was, we know that his heart has changed, right? So go back to the year 586 B.C. You've got the Babylonians bringing Israel into exile, calamitous, like unimaginably awful occurrence for the people of God being taken out of the promised land, the destruction of the temple. Like it doesn't get worse than the Babylonian exile. The Babylonians are overrun by the Persians and now you have King Cyrus who's in charge of all of this territory, all these people. He's the one who's in charge of all of the exiled Jews. And the Lord has disposed his heart. He's changed his heart. And he's saying, go back and rebuild the temple. Go back. Anybody from this land, go back. Like the enemies of Israel, they become the ones through whom like the people of God experience tremendous um, good fortune. It's just beyond imagining. It's beyond imagining. It's, it's, beyond what, it's beyond what they could have hoped for. Like, it would have been extraordinary for King Cyrus, it would have been extraordinary for him to say, I will let some of you go back. It would have been extraordinary for him to say, I will tolerate you uh, to go back. But he's so well disposed that he tells every governor in the surrounding districts that if you stand in the way of them returning, you will be put to death. He tells all the people like, to give up tons, like literally tons of materials. Wood, precious stones, cattle, all of these goods. He makes their hearts so well disposed. And we've seen God do this before, right? Think about when the children of Israel are leaving Egypt. He makes the hearts of the Egyptians so well disposed to them that they just give off, give over gold and silver and all these precious things. All these precious things. There's so much hope in this because God is, I feel like through this word today, God is offering us a corrective. Because I think oftentimes we can get awfully pessimistic in our hearts about, about what is possible in the hearts and minds of leaders who are quote-unquote enemies of um, truth and goodness and beauty. Like, can God really change the minds of, like, these pro-abortion legislators, the pro-abortion politicians? Can God really change the hearts and minds of these people? He's saying yes. He's saying yes. Like, a resounding yes. To not lose hope, to, to pray and fast and to keep interceding 
for the hearts and minds of these decision makers, these people who are in positions of power. Like, I just was thinking this morning about just specific names. Like, I'm thinking about specifically, like, Deborah Archer. We can increase our prayer and intercession for Deborah Archer. Who is she? She's currently the president of the ACLU, who are in many ways behind the proposed amendment that's coming to the, uh, Ohio. Like, if God can do it for King Cyrus, he can change the heart and mind of Deborah Archer. Or how about Kimberly Inez McGuire? Who is she? She's the director of an organization called URGE. It's an acronym, Unite for Reproductive Gender Equality. They have been pushing for many years now the stripping of parental rights, just very radical gender ideology. If God can convert the heart and mind of King Cyrus, he can, con- like, who is Alexa, like, who is Kimberly Inez McGuire? You know, if God can convert King Cyrus, he can do her, he can change her heart and mind. How about Alexis McGill Johnson? She's the CEO of P- Planned Parenthood. If God can convert the heart and mind of King Cyrus, he can convert the heart and mind of Alexis McGill Johnson. How about President Biden? How about Supreme Court Justices Sotomayor, Supreme Court Justice Kagan, and Supreme Court Justice Jackson? How about key congressmen and women? How about friends and family in your world that you know that they have voted this particular way forever, they're never gonna change? If he can convert the mind and heart of King Cyrus, like why not your friend? Why not your family member? There was a priest who I was really close with a number of years ago in seminary. He's now deceased, but his name is Father Bob McCreary. He was a Capuchin Franciscan. And he used to say all the time, if for one, then for two. Which is his way of saying that, like, God, if you can do this for, like, this one person that I see, if you can do this, if you can work this miracle, if you can give this grace to this one saint, or if you can do this incredible thing for this one person in Scripture that I see, why not do it for two? Just do it again. Do it again. Give us another King Cyrus converted. Give us another King Cyrus converted to the ways of God, so well disposed to truth and goodness and beauty. Let's not give up hope and let's keep interceding and praying and fasting. Amen.